Disrupting Japan, Episode 19. Welcome to Disrupting Japan, straight talk from Japan's most successful entrepreneurs. I'm Tim Romero, and thanks for listening. Today, we're talking about crowdfunding. Now, crowdfunding has grown more slowly and somewhat differently in Japan than it has in the US. The basics are the same, of course. Large numbers of people pledge small amounts of money to charitable causes to support them, innovative projects to get early access to the finished product, and to new companies to get a small slice of the equity. Ryotaru Nakamura, or Naka, as his English speaking friends call him, is an intrapreneur. He started working at CyberAgent as a driver, and eight years later, he managed to convince his employer to create a crowdfunding platform called Makuake. And then to spin it out as a separate company with him as the CEO. It's an interesting journey. We also talk about how crowdfunding is, at least at the moment, benefiting the larger Japanese companies. But we also discuss how that's going to change in the future and how that might lead to a larger shift in Japanese society, and one that could very well lead to a startup renaissance here. But I'll let Naka tell you all about that. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Ryotaro Nakayama of Bakuake, a Japanese crowdfunding platform. So, thanks for coming in and talking to us today. Thank you for inviting me. Nanaka, we were talking before about how crowdfunding is just getting started in Japan, how it might change、uh, a lot of things here. Um, but before we get into crowdfunding in particular, I think the story of how Makuake came to be is very interesting. So, you were kind of an intrapreneur, right? You'd worked for CyberAgent. You created this division and they spun it out into a new company. Why don't you just tell us a bit about that process? Well, first of all, when I was 23 years old, 2006, I joined to Cyber Agent. First, my job was assistant of CEO. Okay.、And、CEO's driver. Okay, that's, that's a good job. It's,、uh, <laughs> at least you're, you're connected <laughs> to powerful people. The reason why I got this position、mm-hmm. and I selected this position, I was not interested in actual internet. The things that I want to do is to create my new company. Being beside of CEO, that is the best way to learn how to create a company. A company. So, did you just approach the CEO and say, hey, I have this, this crazy idea for a new company, you should fund it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that time, Couldn't get any fund from my CEO. The first,、uh, next job is to create a new business inside of、uh, CyberAgent. You created a division within CyberAgent. Just division. <laughs> <laughs> This business was the point accumulating site. So a, a site to help people manage their, their loyalty points and. Yes, when people buy, they can get the point. More than usual、uh, purchase. And, and what happened to that division? That division became very profitable division. 
I get uh, many awards from cyber agent. Right, right. And thanks to this experience, I got the chance to go to Vietnam as a venture capitalist. Okay. Well, I guess in that that way you get exposed to a lot of different kinds of companies and a lot of different types of businesses very yeah. quickly. That was very lucky for me. Yeah. So then, did you just go to your venture partners and say, "I have a perfect investment for you"? <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> Living in Vietnam, I saw very few Japanese product. I saw a lot of、uh, Korean product and the Chinese product. What What was the reason? Just cost? It was not cost. Young business guys、uh-huh. can earn only three hundred US dollars per month as a salary. Want to buy iPhone? That costs around one thousand US dollars. Yes, everybody wants to buy an iPhone. <laughs> the things they borrow from their friend or parent、right. to buy iPhone. The reason why Japanese product cannot bought is not cost. Japanese companies do not create the things that people want to buy. Okay. That is the、uh, biggest reason, I guess. Huh? And and how did that idea lead you to create the crowdfunding site? By using crowdfunding site, product maker can try to create the things that they are not have confidence. So, you were thinking of it more as a way for large companies to test new products and gain marketing information. Rather than as individuals trying to fund their own projects. Yes, in Japan there are so many huge, very famous hardware companies. So from the time you joined CyberAgent as an assistant to the CEO, to the day you got funding for your new crowdfunding company, how long did that take? Around seven years. Okay. Well, you were certainly. Paying your dues inside the company with different projects and different understanding different sections. Let's see, you launched it about about two years ago, right? Two years ago, yes. Why don't you tell me a bit about your your customers? What kind of companies are using Makoake?、Uh, of course, the individual product maker、uh, using Makoake. Also, so huge company started to use Makoake.、Uh, for example, Sony. It's interesting in the difference between crowdfunding in the states and here. In the states, there's been some big companies using Kickstarter and Indiegogo as PR, but in Japan, it seems that the big companies were the early adopters. What's the big advantage to the large companies? Is it marketing? Is it PR? Is it product development? What do they get out of it? The biggest reason is. Test marketing. Okay. They want to get the opinion from the end user by using crowdfunding. And so they'll launch a project、uh, not under their own brand, but a kind of a stealth. Some project did like that、mm-hmm. because、uh, if they put on the brand name, users tend to start to buy because of brand name. Brand. Imagine about the Apple. Even this beer, <laughs> yeah, people、uh, will, called yeah. apple beer.、Uh. <laughs> people will buy anything with the apple logo、yes. on it. That's true. So it's a more honest way of test marketing. And in fact, Sony. You mentioned Sony. Sony famously last year in America 
launched the Mesh product on Indiegogo. Uh, yes. But before that, their their very first experiment was on your platform, right? Yes. What was it? Was a watch? What What was the project? First project was e-paper watch. An e-paper watch called Face Watch. What happened with that project? Did Sony turn it into a new product with the Sony brand? They don't have any plan to put their brand to this product.、Uh, they want to create a new brand. In Japan, it seems that crowdfunding is being used mostly by large companies for test marketing. On the customer side, what what type of people are using your platform and buying these products? The user tend to be a people who really want to get new exciting product. Okay.、Uh, they don't care whether the creator is individual or big company. The important thing for them is the creator is very high quality creator. So on the customer side, it sounds very similar to the customers for crowdfunding in America and Europe. Yes, it's it's、mm. so far most of the really big hits from crowdfunding have been Japanese who've used Kickstarter or Indiegogo.、Mm-hmm. So is it starting to take off among individual makers here in Japan? Last year, Japanese creator started to use crowdfunding in Japan. It is very difficult for them to use foreign crowdfunding platform、mm-hmm. because of the language. This is the biggest reason they want to use Japanese crowdfunding. It would seem that since the large companies are not using their own brand, it'd be very easy for individual creators to compete fairly. Even big company doesn't have big budget to create things、sure. at first time. Well, yeah, being able to raise funds helps.、Uh, being able to get budget helps you if you're an individual with an idea, or you're the head of a division in a company. <laughs> Everyone's trying to raise funding one way or another. Because I was a venture capitalist, I can understand the situation in the outside of the big companies. Totally new entrepreneur can get more big fund from the venture capitalist to their business. The Sony subsidiary companies or other big companies、uh, inside of business. <laughs> That's an interesting point. So, well, certainly in today's funding environment,、mm. I guess it is easier for individuals to raise money with a new company and a new idea、yeah. than it is for people inside a big company to get funding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that <laughs> I had not thought of it that way, but that's that's an interesting point. Even the project inside of the big companies, not directly, they can easily use very big amount of the budget. Right. I I remember three or four years ago when people when crowdfunding was clearly becoming successful overseas, a lot of people were very skeptical about Japan. They were just saying that it was not. Suitable for Japan. What do Japanese consumers really expect from crowdfunding? Japanese consumers are, are famously hard to please and care about quality and care about things being exactly right. Has that been a problem for you as you as you've grown? Not only me, but also any Makake user, crowdfunding user in Japan,、uh, want to get. The very new and the very exciting, very innovative product. Japanese crowdfunding platform、uh, started as charity site. 
That's、mm-hmm. right. The first ones were charities for the the earthquake. Yes, many Japanese users' image of crowdfunding is charity site. Okay, that was a very big hurdle for us to create the creative crowdfunding platform like a Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Right, right. Many high quality creator didn't notice the crowdfunding is for them. So one of the things that、uh, overseas platforms have had trouble with it has been products that have not been delivered, products that the founders couldn't make, for example. Have you run into those problems in Japan, and how do you solve them? The one thing that I can say is Japanese creator has very big responsibility for their product compared to foreign countries, so that Japanese product quality. It's a number one quality. Japanese、uh, creator has pride. So, in a sense, I, I guess you're saying the, the yes, the Japanese customers are very demanding about quality,、mm. but that's matched because the creators are also very demanding about quality just mm. as much. Mm.、Uh, you know, many Japanese are not good at presentation of their idea. Right. <laughs> so that. <laughs> Many creators' presentation is lower than actual quality,、oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that the final product tends to be、um, better than the presentation one. <laughs> okay, so they underpromise and overdeliver. <laughs> well, that that's a happy situation for everybody. But how are you planning on handling things as it grows? So, for example, Indiegogo. Has had products that were almost scams, like they had a Heelby last year that raised like about a million dollars. So, are you concerned that as your platform gets more and more popular, that there will be either people trying to sell low-quality products、mm-hmm. or outright scams?、Mm-hmm. And how are you going to stop that from happening?、Mm-hmm. Uh, before the project. I、put on the、uh, makake. We check and interview with the creator, and、uh, we check whether they have a、uh, ability to create their idea or not. So you actually you check their backgrounds. You talk to them on the on the phone or IM. How do you vet them? How do you check them out? About almost project creator, we met directly, face to face. At this, yes, face、oh, to wow, face. Okay. The people who doesn't live in Tokyo or nearby Tokyo, at least we call and talk with telephone or Skype. I, I that's that's a very interesting approach. I mean,、mm-hmm. so in a sense, well, sometimes it is important to do things that don't scale. Really, crowdfunding platforms, well, any platform is based on trust. I guess you're really trying to ensure that. Makuake is a trusted platform, even if it means you grow more slowly. So the most important thing is platform should be very trustful platform. So we very carefully check the creator's ability. So about what percent do you say no? Sorry, you can't list on Makuake. It's around the thirty percent is very low quality creator. That cannot create the idea, and twenty、uh, percent they need 
brush up. So you have 30% that just aren't ready for your, to use your platform, yep. 20% that need brush up, and 50% that are okay. okay. So for the 20% that need brush up, do you help them and give them advice about how to use your platform and run a good project? Yes, we advise how to use crowdfunding. It means the creating reward. How much gold should be? Something like that. How many projects are active? How many projects did you run last year, or how many projects are active right now? So we get a sense of、um, size and scale. Today, around two hundred project is running in Makake. Okay, and、uh, one project tend to be around a two month project. So that one month, around one hundred project is starting at this time. So what percentage of those end up fully funded? And making a a product.、Uh, in terms of this, very hard to say. I can say around a fifty percent project can get fully funding and、uh, reach the goal. And but we have two calls. One call is like a Kickstarter, all or nothing. Okay. And the other things is maybe、uh, Indiegogo says flexible goal. Ah, okay. So you can that people get paid whatever goes in. So fifty percent are fully funded, and the、yes. other fifty are partially or. The important thing is the ratio of success rate, environment or atmosphere to try everything, is very important thing for crowdfunding platform, because one hundred percent project can success. Maybe I hesitate to use crowdfunding. If my project, only my project, <laughs> fail to <laughs> certainly in the large companies, I, I bet the attitude about what is failure is changing because it sounds like a lot of these big companies are looking for feedback and information. So even a failure, it still is far cheaper for them to find out that the market does not want this product using、uh, makake. Than it is using traditional market research and study groups. So even the failures aren't really failures in some cases. Even failure said to us, they are happy to use this because they can understand what matter, what is the end user thinking about their product. It gives them a direct connection to the customers that they can't have any other way right now.、Mm. So I'm sure they're delighted to use it. One thing I'm curious about: so Japan in general,、um, both consumers and business, are very conscious of brands and trends and hierarchies. How do you break through this? So right now, your your customers are mostly people who are super early adopters.、Mm-hmm. They're people who want the latest cool thing. But that, even in Japan, <laughs> is kind of a small group. Do you plan on being able to break out of that and have a larger audience, or are you really trying to stay focused on these these new super early adopters? It's going to be very difficult to jump up to the early majorities. Yeah, I guess gradually、uh, we should try to ask makers to use、uh, crowdfunding、uh, when they. Create new product. So step by step. Yes, step、so、by step. Do most people who are starting a project 
do they bring their own funders and do their own marketing or is there a pool of people, a pool of Makuake fans mm -hmm. who invest in lots of different projects? Around maybe 30% uh, of the backer from Makuake fund user. Oh, okay. And the uh, other come from the maybe around many media. It means Gizmo or Engadget right, or right. that kind of media can send the user to Makuake. So of course every project's different, but in general about 30% are the core Makuake mm. fans looking for new things and about 70% is the product team marketing and articles written about it coming in. Not creators marketing. Okay. Makuake's PR marketing. This okay. is a very unique thing. Okay, tell me about that then. Uh, Makuake has a very good PR team. The quality is almost number one in internet industry era, I guess. Well, the cyber agent connection, I'm sure, helps quite a bit there. Uh, yes, <laughs> this is very uh, useful. But the team itself creates the relationship to the many medias. Right. So that which medias is suitable to this project. They introduce the project to public media. And uh, of course, uh, the media writers like this project. And so is this the PR service? Is, I guess it's an, it's an optional service that the projects can use. Yes, but freely. For, you don't charge for it. Yeah, we don't charge. So right now, what's the most popular kind of projects on Makuake? Same as uh, US uh, hardware. Internet of Thingsy yes, kind of hardware. IOE. Uh, recently, we, we should say IOE. Internet of everything? Internet of everything. Everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think outside of Japan, most of our listeners won't know about CyberAgent, mm -hmm. but they are in Japan a very powerful and innovative force in the, well, mostly online internet space. Mm -hmm. But they've been branching out into venture capital and mm -hmm. quite a few other things. So your sister company, uh, CyberAgent Ventures, have they invested in companies or projects they found on Makuake? Happily, uh, last month or two months ago, the one startup company can get seed funding from CyberAgent Ventures after they used Makuake crowdfunding platform. Awesome! What, what do they make? What's the company? That startup is making the platform for haircut stylist. For hairstylist. Uh, cut model. So it, it's a platform for hairstylists and for cut models? So it's cut people model. to practice on? Yes, so oh. people... Yeah, I never thought about it. I guess that you need, you need people to practice on. <laughs> so very uh, specific uh, industry. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is a vertical. <laughs> yes. In order to get the professional position, haircut stylists should do uh, training to cut cutting. Sure, they have to practice a yes, lot, I'm sure. A lot of, so, so that they need a huge amount of hair. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, opposite side, the people who want to cut their hair. Yeah. So they're matching up 
hairstylists who want to cut hair with people who want free haircuts. Yes, and are willing to take a chance. <laughs> chance. Of course, uh, after finish, the professional haircut stylist can tweet, Wait, double check, yeah, yeah double check, sure and fix anything fix. if there's too much damage. <laughs> you know, I love businesses like that. It's it never occurred to me before, but yes, obviously, there that's a, a matching service. What was their product on、uh, Makuake? They by crowdfunding to create their service site. Oh, okay. So、uh, they were crowdfunding for the the product itself. Yes, very seed, seed, seed funding <laughs> around.、Uh, I remember three thousand US dollar because they was a university student, right? Going to university and creating their startup, but they don't have any money. Didn't they,、uh, have any money? So that they should use crowdfunding to create their first product. Right. I'm going to ask you to predict the future here. Crowdfunding is is still very new in Japan, but it's it's growing rapidly. It started out for charities, social causes. It's now being used a lot for for projects and artistic work. And just last year, the Japanese government changed the law, allowing companies to raise equity using crowdfunding.、Mm-hmm. Over the next five to ten years, what do you think crowdfunding in Japan is going to look like? What are the changes we're going to see? I think the Kickstarter, like it means Makake, continue growing by、uh, being used from many product creator.、Uh, many big hardware companies employee started to quit their company to create the new startup. Right. Sometimes. <laughs> They must wait.、Uh, there are so many creators at this time, and、uh, from now, the number of the independent creator increasing. This is something I, when I travel to the U.S. and Europe, the image of Japan is as a non-creative country.、Mm-hmm. But in truth, there is amazing amounts of creativity in Japan. But I think the problem Japan has always had is it's very difficult for that creativity to kind of bubble up、mm. and and get exposure. So you're saying that crowdfunding is perhaps the best way for for that creativity to bubble up and get exposure now.、Mm. Encouraging the creators by crowdfunding, the number of、uh, creator should be increasing, I guess. As I say, there are so many big,、uh, successful hardware makers in、yeah. Japan. Recently, people quit the big hardware companies, started to join to the hardware ventures. So that、uh, almost every hardware venture in Japan has people who have experience to work in Sony and Panasonic and、uh, yeah. uh, Toshiba so on. Even independent or startup companies. Has ability to create very good hardware, or、so、they understand quality control yeah, and outsource yeah, process. Yeah, but and I think a flip side of that though is that a lot of the creative talent at companies like Sharp and Pioneer、mm-hmm. and Sony have not really been treated that well over the last thirty or forty years. If this trend continues, I, I think it's going to cause some of the large Japanese companies to change the way they treat employees. 
to treat these people better, to prevent them from going out and starting their own companies mm -hmm. and, and leaving. On the other hand, of the startup situation, the big company started to create the trial division. Right. Yeah. Sony started to have trial division, uh, division to create new product. So many employees of Sony started to create new product. One of them is mesh, as you said. The watch. And uh, one of them is uh, face watch. And uh, one of them is Curio uh, Smart Lock. One uh, famous fund called Wheel and uh, Sony create uh, new companies to create new product that use Sony technology. Okay. Yeah, Amplipreneur itself coming from outside of Sony, but the companies can use Sony technology. So the, the big companies are reaching outside of themselves to find yeah. creative talent. I guess many companies, many big companies should uh, imitate this kind of uh, how to uh, way to create. But this is a big change for Japan. Traditionally, I mean, for forever, basically in Japan, big companies had their own R&D staff. It was highly secretive. The whole concept of open innovation is still kind of mistrusted here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is a big step, and I think a good one. I guess I think the only way to survive this very competitive hardware uh, era, so the Japanese company should try to create new products as many uh, as possible. So you think that even the larger companies will will try to create more and faster and smaller batch? Yes, uh, yes. So. Maybe this should be called the lean startup, I guess. I think so. Mm. But the lean startup, I'm always amazed people don't know this, but the lean methodology was invented by a large Japanese corporation. Uh, oh. Lean methodology, <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> it, it, Toyota invented uh, lean. Kaizen? Yeah. Oh. So everything kind of comes full circle. Yes, yes, yes. So the crowdfunding is the one of the best way to do really instead of, I guess. Before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners about crowdfunding or the future of Japanese innovation or? Many of listeners not Japanese. So please wait. Very innovative products from Japan, not Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I think there, there are amazingly innovative products coming out of here. Mm. I think that's a wonderfully optimistic place to wrap up on. So, uh, thanks for sitting down and talking to me. Thank you, too. All right. And we're back. The amount of effort that Makuake invests into ensuring that projects are valid and that the end result is high quality is really impressive. But it should not really be that surprising to anyone who's done business in Japan for a long time. Still, though, meeting their creatives face-to-face -face as part of their due diligence was something I had not expected. But then, quality and trust really are everything in Japan. So growing more slowly, doing things that don't scale, but doing it in a way that allows you to maintain quality and trust makes a lot of sense here. I also found it interesting that the quality equation cancels out, in that the exceptionally high quality demanded by Japanese consumers was balanced out by the exceptionally high quality bar that Japanese makers set for themselves. The other key takeaway from this, and we'll explore this in detail in an upcoming podcast, is the migration of top talent from Japan's manufacturers into small startups. 
There are a lot of hardware startups here that are staffed with people with decades of real-world hardware development and production experience. No matter what country you live in, you'll be hearing a lot from these founders and their companies in the near future. Now, if you want to see the links and the information that Naka and I talked about during the show, or to get in touch, go to disruptingjapan.com slash show 019, and you'll find all of that and much, much more in the resources section of the post. If you've got an interesting crowdfunding experience or are thinking of giving it a try, drop by the site and let us know what you think about it. We'd love to hear from you. And if you get a chance, please leave us an honest review on iTunes. That's really the best way you can help support the show and get the word out. But most of all, thanks for listening. And thank you for letting people interested in Japanese startups know about the show. This is Tim Romero, and thanks for listening to Disrupting Japan.